Archimax login confirmed. Welcome to the Lodge. You've accessed the LodgeCast experience. Warning, warning. Dangerous spoilers ahead. Enjoy. Episode 81, Sir Tyler Perry's A Fall from Grace. Hello and welcome to an unprecedented edition of the LodgeCast tonight. We are filling the edge to the tip-top brim with guests. I'm your Lodge Master. With me as always is Brother Bishki. Hi. Brother Lucas in the way back. Can you hear me in the back? Hello. And because it's a Tyler Perry movie tonight, Tyler Perry's A Fall from Grace. Oh, wait, guys. I think the pizza. The pizza's here. We are going to, going to take, a, take a pause and grab the pizza. And then we're going to be right back magically at the snap of my fingers. Boom. And we're back. So because it's a Tyler Perry movie, we have... The Lodge Mistress Millie. Yeah. Who is the official and unofficial Tyler Perry thriller specialist. And we also have Brother Ben. Hello, hello. Who is the official and unofficial Tyler Perry comedy specialist. (laughs) And in addition to that, we have a Tyler Perry virgin who has never seen a Tyler Perry movie before. And that is... The one, the only, Brother Josh. I'm looking forward to having my cherry pop tonight. Oh, my God. We are looking forward to being in the presence of that cherry being popped. Tonight's movie is, have we settled on this? Is it A Fall from Grace? Correct. Yes. Tyler Perry's A Fall from Grace. As far as I know, it's his first Netflix endeavor. And what do we think that's going to mean? Specialists, do you have any ideas as far as if this is going to be a shot up in quality or a lateral pass? What are we thinking? Well, if I know Netflix, and I do. <laughs> you do. I um, spent a lot of time with it. No, I don't think Netflix like really like weighs in on, on what you do. I think it's just going to be Tyler. I think it's going to be doing what he does. Yeah. I, I think I just think Tyler Perry Productions is just a factory churning the shit mm-hmm. out. It doesn't matter if it's going to Lionsgate. It doesn't matter <laughs> if it's going to Paramount. It doesn't matter if it's going to Netflix. You don't think there's going to be any difference. You think he's just doing what he does, <laughs> yeah. keeping his head down and he's cranking him. A, he's an auteur no matter who he does it for. Yeah. yeah. I like that. I, for one, feel like there's going to be a little added sheen to this. I think he's going mm. to be bringing a little bit of extra chutzpah to the table. But I could be wrong. I also, I don't know the plot of this, but I feel, I just feel in my bones that there's going to be some courtroom intrigue. Mm. I feel like he's going to get a hold of a courtroom set and we're going to be planted there for a while. And I hope that's not the case. I, Interesting. I really hope that's not the case because sometimes in these movies, 
They think they can give you an hour of razzle dazzle, <laughs> and then the second hour they can just plant you in the courtroom. It's the body of evidence disease mm. that infects so many movies. Who's the lead of this picture? No clue. No, no clue. clue. Mm. No. I think Tyler Perry's in it. I think. Is he? No. I think so. Okay, yeah. good. Thriller. And I think uh, Felicia Rashad is in it yes. from the Cosby Show, which mm -hmm. is always a welcome presence. Now, <sighs> Brother Josh. What do you expect from this? Like, I'm sure you've been hearing third-hand information from Brother Ben and from the world at large. What do you want to get out of tonight? I, honestly, I'm going in with this with, like, zero expectations. Perfect. Like, I feel like the only Tyler Perry movie that I would kind of know what I would be getting into would be, like, a Medea movie. Sure, sure. You know, I, you know, I would expect zany old lady antics out of Tyler Perry, but... <laughs> Um, I mean, I uh, yeah, I'm not really familiar with his thrillers a whole lot. Like, I know the plot of like one of them, some crazy HIV shit. Yes, but, like, yes. Which I think is a recurring theme. Um, we'll see. Yeah, we'll see. T Tyler told us to not spoil it, so <laughs> he did. Tyler Perry was on Instagram today <laughs> making an express aboard his private plane. <laughs> aboard his private plane, <laughs> making an express command to us all to not spoil the plot twists. I hope there are plot twists to be spoiled. It's easy yeah. not to spoil the plot twists when there's no other passengers on your flight. <laughs> <laughs> We're opening night, VOD, this by is, the way. Oh, yes. We are watching this on VOD, but we are still inside the edge reporting the facts to you. So we will be trying to keep it muted. We'll, we'll try to keep it professional during the screening. And we will try to give Brother Josh just the cleanest, most direct <laughs> shot into his heart that he can possibly take. I can't wait. And this is going to open the floodgates for you, hopefully. Hopefully you'll you'll get a taste of something where you'll crave more. You'll, you'll want to dig deeper and go deeper. Oh, yeah. I'm prepared to just, like, binge the rest of his filmography for, like, the next month. <laughs> I love it. Let's hope this is a properly tasty appetizer for you. Let's stop our conjecture and go straight to the source, which is Netflix. Ba -bong. shit you guys we are back i think we're all still alive i think we all survived 
before we uh, do the postmortem and really get into the hows and whys and whats and holy shits. What's that shot? From Rotten Tomatoes, Grace Waters, Crystal Fox, a longtime pillar of her Virginia community, stays composed when her ex weds his mistress and her son moves away. With convincing from her best friend Sarah, Felicia Rashad, <laughs> she tries putting herself first, and a handsome stranger, Mikad Brooks, becomes her surprise second love. Yet any woman can snap, and Grace's new husband soon ravages her life, her work, <laughs> and many say her sanity. Many, many say. <laughs> Shuddered in a cell, <laughs> awaiting, <laughs> awaiting trial for his murder, Grace's only hope for vindication lies with Jasmine Bryant, Brescia Webb, a public defender who has never tried a case. Period. Period. There it is. I like your period. That that we, we know it's finished. Then. Yeah. Because these tend to go on. Yeah. I mean, wow. If you're a woman trying to put yourself first in a Tyler Perry movie, look out because you're about <laughs> to get smacked the fuck down. So we started this movie. It had the Netflix logo. Then it had the Tyler Perry logo. They are forever intertwined now if, if he makes no more movies for netflix this will stand as the towering beacon of his netflix tenure and i have to summon the salad dragon right away the salad dragon a scene in a movie that is so bizarre baffling or transcendent that it instantly justifies the price of admission or reese witherspoon's leafy transformation in a wrinkle in time <laughs> Now, you guys, I don't know if you guys were counting. I counted six salad dragons. <laughs> okay. I just summoned an entire horde of salad dragons. Mm -hmm. The very first scene is a yeah. salad dragon. Like, yeah. to, Agreed. Yes. to start a movie like this, yeah. there are people, even within this edge tonight, that this will be their first Tyler Perry movie. What a way to start. Mm -hmm. I yeah. mean, this start is with this. first class all the way. <laughs> Josh, what did you see? Honestly, I don't even remember. <laughs> that was so long ago. Uh, wait, wait. Give. Uh, There's an old lady old standing lady on, on a ledge. ridge. Mrs. Oh, Spellman. Holy shit. <laughs> like, she's suicidal. She's wanting to jump from her roof. Just in a nightgown. Yeah, in a nightgown, crying about how everything's gone, and then... Some first responders trying to coax her in, and then all of a sudden, a helicopter like <laughs> flies in for no reason whatsoever, and she just falls to her death. And then we hit the title A Fall from Grace. A Fall from <laughs> Grace. I mean, right off the bat, they he just plunges you into it because he knows for a while you're going to be sitting around wondering what the fuck he's up to on this one. Like, this one takes a while to get going. After that adrenaline shot of an intro, I was really worried, Josh. I was really worried that we weren't going to get you what you needed, get you the nutrients that your body craved tonight. But holy shit, I just had to wait just a little bit. We were all taking notes. That's the other great thing about VOD is that you don't have to worry about offending other theater patrons in the dark. You can just whip out your phone and write down every single thing that hit you funny. What were you guys feeling right off the bat? I mean, the flatness of the lighting and the mm -hmm. sets alone mm -hmm. is pure TP. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Pure TP. Sub point but, quality. you know, you were asking about, is there going to be a difference with Netflix? Right. It felt to me like this was Tyler Perry 
had taken notes on the set of Gone Girl. Interesting. And so he was like, okay, I'm going to shoot in scope. I've never seen a Tyler Perry <laughs> movie in scope. Yes. You know, yes. there's the crazy blue sheen. He's yes. like timing everything super blue. Mm -hmm. So it's very like very Fincher, very like, I, I don't know. And I was he's like, been watching Investigation Discovery Exactly. A lot, it was. Especially a, with the plot. Yes. So we get to know this jazz, is it Jasmine? Mm -hmm. Yeah. She's mm -hmm. a public defender. Her husband or boyfriend is the first responder from the first scene and it's way heavily on his mind and the bedroom that they share together has a breaker box on the wall yeah <laughs> like art, there's lots, a lot of art and then a big circuit breaker box like what like are you looking are you looking behind your characters well more on that later things happening in the background of this movie but the lighting the sets the music it's all very basic tyler which is good like you don't want him to change for netflix don't ever change tyler and then he shows up he is Jasmine's boss, and Tyler Perry has this amazing wig-beard combo. <laughs> like, how would you describe this look? It is amazing. It's like Roman J. Israel Esquire. Yes, <laughs> yes. <laughs> and even though this is a drama, quote-unquote, slash thriller, quote-unheavy quote, he can't help himself to put a little bit of his improvisational razzle-dazzle into every scene. It's not supposed to be funny, but he's always just, he'll have a few extra lines after <laughs> the lines that move the plot forward. Yeah, I enjoyed his performance, you know what I mean? I mean, right when we, when she walked in and sat down face-to-face, -face, you know, with old Tyler, I was like, all right, I feel like he grounded it. I mean, but he even didn't though... really give himself, like, an entrance shot. Like, we didn't even no. know it was him until the reverse. <laughs> Which I thought was kind of interesting. I knew it was him right away. I, I did too. He, I was did little, too. He, was, he was a little too loose. I, I, I said at one point he didn't even write his scenes. Like he just winged it. Oh, nothing was written because it was yeah. so loose. Nothing, nothing, <laughs> nothing was written. And at it, all. every every take felt like a first kind of rehearsal take. Like he just was, you know, faxing it in, as they say. Like yeah. he played it a little too cool. So yeah, so Tyler Perry's great. She's a public defender. And just like in all the other Tyler Perry movies we've seen, the main character's job is like painstakingly detailed. Like they go through all the steps. Like you went to college, you got this job. It felt great to have a job, but now you got student loans to pay off. That's what you got to do, pay off your student loans. And it's like, it's nowhere near the plot of the movie, but it's always spelled out as if like, He's insecure about establishing a realistic, mm -hmm. like, employment situation, mm -hmm. professional environment, yeah. which he should be self-conscious <laughs> about that because everything rings a little false. After, like, after the battery scene in Acrimony, yeah. The, mm -hmm. Young Josh, when you experience Tyler Perry's Acrimony, you are in for such a treat. There's a, there's a battery that this man invents that they really go into detail about. But I digress. We meet Felicia Rashad. And she is introduced from behind, hunched over a trash can, which is very interesting. Like, her friend is in prison. Her name's Grace from the title. And she is up for going away for life for killing her husband. She's killed her husband. And, and it, it, he's slowly going to unravel why would a wife kill her husband? Right. Like, nothing is as it seems. Yeah. 
And so through a series of flashbacks. Which is a classic Tyler Perry style. I was waiting for that to kick in. That was the familiarity that I was waiting for. Yes, and it takes a minute to get mm-hmm. there. You spend a lot of time meeting <laughs> with the accused in the holding cell. And meeting her legal team. And it just goes on, and you're just like, where is this going, Tyler? But what are you doing? Once we get to that flashback sequence, I mean, that is when it was like, the rubber hit the road. It yeah. was mainlining the Tyler Perry cinematic universe, and I was in fucking heaven. It was, <laughs> it was so great. So she flashes back to talking to Felicia Rashad, her friend, about getting back in the dating scene. And she's like, just go on ChristianDateOnline.com, which we, <laughs> if nobody owns that, we got to get that. <laughs> And it's great. Like, once we start seeing her outside of prison and kind of leading up to this fateful encounter that she's about to have, I mean, my God, it's just it's just beautiful. Yeah. Like, so so how does it happen? She tells her to go on a date. Yeah. Felicia Rashad um, is like, I know that I know this uh art installation that's going on it's like a photo installation of ethiopian uh, tribes uh Mm -hmm. tribes that were photographed so she goes to it and then when she gets there she's there's the the photographer's name is shannon so she's like oh it has to be a woman and it has to be an ethiopian woman yes and then and then shannon shows up oh my god this is this is a this is the guy this This is is one of the all-time male characters of any medium or any piece of art I have ever seen. His name is Shannon Deshaun DeLong, and he's got a giant flat top in 2020. Yep. Yeah. Oh, my God. I kind of had a Buster Rhymes quality. Buster Rhymes yeah. in the face, mm-hmm. Keith Sweat everywhere else. Yeah. yeah. And I was enamored with this guy. What a fucking specimen this dude mm. is. You can tell Tyler hand-selected him. Mm-hmm. Ben mentioned probably off Instagram DMs or something, but he plucked this guy, and I hope this guy shows up and everything, and I hope he keeps his flat top. <laughs> like, it is amazing. And he just starts hitting on her straight away, and she is loving it. That gallery scene is amazing. <laughs> Jasmine, she goes to Felicia's house in present day, so we keep flashing back and forth because she might want to take this case to court. It might not be as cut and dry as it seems. So she goes to her house and we <laughs> we see they, they have like this long conversation in her kitchen. And then we see Cicely Tyson <laughs> gaunt and creepy out of nowhere, slithering around in the back like a fucking Japanese horror villain. Yeah, a 90 year old woman. Like uh, something yeah. out of hereditary. A yes. genuine yeah. creep. A genuine, genuine creep. I, I think that's the scariest moment of any movie that yeah. I've seen. That's, in the past. It's got to be one of the six salad dragons, right? It, that's not even on my list. What? It's on mine. Oh, yeah, that's, yeah. that's no, number that's, two. Oh, I yeah. thought it telegraphed too much, honestly. Well, it did in the long run. But we're just like, what? I thought Tyler Perry might just forget about that. Like, yeah. it's he's that kind of filmmaker. No, it was pretty brilliant, like, because it stayed in the back of my mind, but it kept getting farther back yeah, in my mind. Because, the whole because movie. and then immediately after that, then we're back to another flashback, and it's like a montage of dates, right? Well, am I doing? Am I out of? Well, there's the first. There's the, the first, first date, date, which is another salad dragon. Very important. This is the third salad dragon, and this is a date where he asks her out, 
and he says he knows a quaint little hole in the wall diner. Oh. And so you imagine if this were a movie, it would be kind of an atmospheric, kind of interesting <laughs> diner. Maybe, you know, if it had to be bright and garish, it would be like the Pulp Fiction diner, maybe. No. Smash cut to like <laughs> a truck Johnny stop. Rockets. Just like a Johnny Rockets with like fluorescent lighting. Yeah. And that is when we encountered, th- I mean, the that th- alone yeah. is a salad dragon, but that's when we encounter one of the most charming background characters that we've ever, <laughs> ever encountered. Who can explain this man? The man looks at the camera probably for a full minute. He's an elderly <laughs> man. What's, is he eating eggs? Yeah, eggs. He's picking yeah. at his cold room Which temperature like scram- scrambled scrambled eggs that he refuses but, to eat. But always lifting in like an empty fork to Correct. his mouth. He's yeah. not yeah. eating yeah. it. Yeah. He's not eating it, and he's looking directly at the camera. Just straight <laughs> into the lens. I, I forget who said it. Like, they're asking, is he going to shoot one of these characters? <laughs> like, it's just He really so seems like he's, he's involved. And... What's happening on the date is hilarious, too, because they're getting, like, really intimate. They're ordering wine at this diner. Drinking <laughs> yes. glass, white wine, wine glass at Johnny Rockets. Diner wine. <laughs> coffee. Hashtag diner wine. <laughs> <laughs> so that's amazing. <laughs> then they go on a walk, and, like, the lighting is so bad that, like, large chunks of time, he's completely in, like, dark shadow passing under street lights and you're just like Tyler but, but so there's the shadows but then there's also this stuff where they're just flooding mm-hmm. the set with mm-hmm. light and it is blowing everyone out it looked it's like one way or the other for him it looked like 2005 Michael Mann stuff at yes. night where the the digital it just like it's bleeding everywhere very <laughs> it digital. was amazing then she's like on a high after her date and she takes one of the most inelegantly shot showers <laughs> that I've ever witnessed. She steps into this shower and they just have like a cheesy shot from below of like a basic shower head turning on. And then the water's hitting her wig all weird mm-hmm. and they're making her smile. They're, like you can just hear him in the background be like, you're full of love again. You're full of love. You're tingling in your body again. Smile. You see what he's going for, but what's actually ending up on screen is just gives you the opposite sensation, which I love. I love to death. Just a beautiful falling in love montage. Oh, it's great. (laughs) Yeah. She's falling asleep at work. She's buying a hot dog with this guy at like a random hot dog vendor (laughs) with like a bunch of extras, like almost cheering them on, like buying their hot dog. She falls asleep on the phone, and the phone just kind of <laughs> slips out of her hand. And shes it's VO this whole time. Mm-hmm. So she's shes telling you exactly. She's like, I've been falling asleep at work. She doesn't talk about the hot dogs, but then she's like, we even fell asleep on the phone one time. But it was at this point where I, I took my first note, and it was during one of those rambling like vo- like voiceovers where if you're if you just tune out a little bit, it can go on forever and you can get yeah, lost. You, Lucas you, zoned the fuck like, out. You get totally lost. But I realized in that moment that Tyler Perry definitely has a prescription for Adderall because like <laughs> these just feel like these manic. The Adderall like, monologues. Ri- yeah, these writing sessions where he's just rambling. Oh, like, yeah. There's nobody editing or censoring no, like, anything. No, who would be? He owns his entire filmmaking universe. Yeah, and it felt like he did the scene design. It felt like he did the music because it was all so basic. I mean, it felt like he did everything. He had his hand in all of it, for sure. So this is all leading to Salad Dragon number four, which 
Florida. Sweet. Is the top salad drink, like the peak. The, it's the, this is the top of 2020 for sure. Mm-hmm. I mean, we haven't had too many yet, but yeah. this, what's, what is going to top this? Yeah, I don't know. It's two pronged. So it's basically two in one. There's a, there's a tableau kind of out of melancholia where it's like, it's like this hillside with these really saturated flowers. And he, he's, <laughs> it looked like they'd been transplanted. Just yes. <laughs> I, I also felt like it had a Wizard of Oz vibe where yes. all of a sudden they were like definitely on a stage. But they were, but it was at night. It's a surreal scene. But he's he her eyes are closed. Or he's he's cut or her oh, eyes are that's closed. Right. He's gonna surprise her, but there's just flowers there. So that's not enough. And yes. so she's a little weirded out. She says, I feel hard grass on my feet. <laughs> which kind of set me off. I was like, wait, what does that mean? <laughs> and so I was kind of out of it when shit went down. He starts spinning her around. And what did you guys see? I thought I was hallucinating. I did too. <laughs> I, I legit. Like, I, I rubbed le- my eyes. I legit was like, am I seeing shit? There was a delayed reaction in my lizard brain where I was blinking for maybe three full seconds before my then brain told me to start laughing. And it I hits just, later. And I started laughing so hard because what, what happens <laughs> Is yeah, he he tells her to open her eyes and spin around, and these digi, <laughs> CG, the digiest, like that Tyler Perry probably rendered himself, <laughs> like fireflies, but they're like so many they're of like them. They're like orbs. They're just yeah. like superimposed golden orbs over the rise scene. up from the flowers, and she opens her eyes, and she's just like, "We got to get a jar to catch them," and you're just like. No, you're not passing those off as fireflies. Those are like golden sparkly orbs that have arisen from the earth and are tormenting us and making us think we are hallucinating. PlayStation 2 looking things. PlayStation Deuce. Totally. So while she's dealing with these quote unquote fireflies, he gets down on his knee and he proposes to her. And in the face of such majesty, I mean, I would say yes. If I was surrounded by super digi <laughs> PS2 fireflies, what are you going to do? Say no? So, smash cut. <laughs> smash. The hardest, the smashiest cut we've ever seen. And this is what fucking floored us. She hasn't slept with him yet. She's been keeping him at bay. They've yeah, been dating for months. months yeah. For a long time. And so he proposes to her. She says yes. Smash cut. To her on top of him in bed, just grinding, <laughs> just grinding away, just deep strokes, deep yeah. strides. Through the romantic <laughs> haze of the mosquito net. It's, like yeah. a, it's <laughs> gauze hanging down from their four post bed. It's the most realistic shagging I've seen. 60 year old woman on top of Keith Sweat. Like. <laughs> <laughs> we had to pause it. Everybody took a bathroom break. They did what they did in the bathroom. That's between them and God. But we had we had to take a break after that. We had to throw in a few towels and we had to collect ourselves. So it's hard to come back after that. But by the way, th- there's a game I like to play with Tyler Perry movies. So like Mariah Carey was at the premiere at the yes. Egyptian for this. And I'm just thinking like, what is Mariah Carey thinking? What's I mean, she thinking during what that? What is she thinking? You know, does he send a, a screener to Oprah? Is Oprah yes. watching the shit? Yes. Is Janet Jackson watching the shit? Yes. That's the game I like to play. The answer these- to all of that is hell to the yes. All those people have seen it, yeah. 
and they've all signed off on it. They're like, yep, that's good. That's good entertainment. And you know what? They're right. They're fucking right. Josh, what did you think when you saw that grind? And Honestly, like, that man is just such a hot unit of a man. Yes. I was like, I wish I was Crystal Fox right now. Crystal Fox. Let's say a little something about Crystal Fox, who plays the titular Grace. She sells it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She's dialed in, yeah. She's dialed in, not just during that sex scene, but throughout. She is first Her first yeah. intro is I mean, this is the thing about Tyler Perry. He can get some amazing performances from these actors. He can get some terrible performances, just like just like really bad like performances, but then he gets these amazing actress performances. Because they're ready. They're ready to go melodrama city. Mm-hmm. They're, they're ready. ready. They're committed. Atomic melodrama is what this but is. But do you think he directs them, or do you think he just lets them I think it's half rip? and half. I think, I half, think half. half the battle is just saying, let it rip. Like, that's, yeah. that's the direction. I've given you that direction before. I'm like, let it rip. Ham sandwich. Go. Yeah, I think the, the energy of just go, 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 the quickness of the shooting and all of that. It, it, it adds to it. you yeah. got to go full force every time. Felicia Rashad doesn't have, like, a minute to even second guess what she's doing. Absolutely just go. Not. Absolutely not. So the movie is about half over at this point. <laughs> it keeps going. It marches on. Pretty much after this epic grind sesh, shit goes downhill. Shannon turns on a dime, as characters often do in, in Taylor, Tyler Perry <laughs> on dramas. On a dime. And his turn is fantastic. He goes from lovey-dovey to just ice cold. She's asleep in bed. She creeps downstairs because she hears him on the phone, and he's like on the phone, he's like, yeah, did you get you get the fireflies? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's talking about fireflies. And he hangs up and she's like, Who was that you were talking to? And he turns around stone cold and he says, There's two things I don't like. One is being checked up on, two is being questioned. The basic piano score hits and we're off to the races. It's a different movie now. Mm-hmm. And it's beautiful. So we we see her at work, and the color scheme at the bank is great, too. It's, like, teal and pink. Yeah. And we see this, like, procession of, like, bald, old, white dudes walk past her office, each (laughs) one of them looking in like they're the fucking seven dwarfs or something. (laughs) And they call her into this conference room, and they inform her that 300,000-some dollars have been taken out of the bank with her authorization. Yeah, someone took all her passwords. It's like identity theft, but because she's a banker, like I think they've stolen money from like all her clients or something like that. Yeah. They fire her immediately. On the spot. She also finds out that a mortgage has been taken out on her house. Her life's turning upside down. And on, in the VO, she says as much. She's telling you everything that you're seeing. Like she's like, that's when my life really turned upside down. <laughs> you're like, Tyler, do you want to leave any sort of mystery here? I don't think he does. <laughs> she confronts him and she asks him about the fireflies. Who's this woman you've been talking fireflies with? And what does he show her? Pictures of kids with cancer. <laughs> <laughs> he was talking with the nurses of these kids that have cancer. And he brought them to the fireflies. <laughs> and as a gift for her. As a, as a gift for her so he could take the photos and make it beautiful. And he had, has them as hard copies. <laughs> yes, he has hard copies of these photos that he flops down onto the, onto the table. And that's when Ben turns to us and he's like, 
is he gaslighting her? <laughs> I think he might be, Ben. I think he, <laughs> he might 100%, be. 100%, yeah. In my defense, I legit thought this was, because you know Tyler loves to throw in this shit where it's just like, hashtag not all men. I, I don't think right. like it's, it, like, the messages are always so muddled. That's true. Mm-hmm. That's true. That's true. He doesn't like being accused of things. She she accuses him of this money impropriety, and he throws his phone, and his phone smashes, and he ha- he has a pretty hot line there. He says, you're lucky I got two phones. <laughs> I mean, that's a pretty badass yeah, line. Yeah. Smash your own phone and then tell her she's lucky I have another phone. Yeah, how do you write that? I don't know. <laughs> so basically, he's like, live it. he's basically like, you know, we're married now, so everything you have belongs to me. You owe me that money. This is my house, too. And he's just like chilling in her bed, like practically naked, like drinking beer and smoking. And he's like, you need to give me an ashtray. <laughs> and he's like, Ashtray, bitch. Ashtray, bitch. (laughs) It's amazing. Like, everybody's dialed up to 11 after this turn. (laughs) She finds him completely naked with another woman. Like, shit just keeps escalating and turning up. It all kind of boils over into this scene where he gives a monologue about what she owes him. He says, you owe me that money, all that sex all that joy I brought to your miserable life. <laughs> and, and all the while, what is she doing in the background? Just sitting there like uh, Gail King in that R. Kelly interview. <laughs> God. She gets up. We see her out of focus. She grabs a baseball bat and proceeds to bash his fucking head in. Gore is flying everywhere. Blood is everywhere. Grande Palma would be proud. I was going to say it is like midsummer levels of like cranial violence. Pure blood. Salad Dragon number five. His head is smashed. And I didn't know what this movie was rated. I guess Netflix doesn't have ratings. Yes, TV MA, yeah. TV motherfucking MA for (laughs) sure. Because that's like the most blood I've seen in a fucking movie in in a while. It's just everywhere. And she picks him up. She picks him up. She throws him down the stairs, even more blood. If you don't see anything else in this movie, which you should see this movie, but if you see nothing else, you got to see this scene. Like, it is out of control. So what happens then? She drives to the middle of nowhere, calls Felicia Rashad, tells her to go to her basement where she threw the body, and then I don't know where, because all along this is flashback, and at some point we enter the courtroom. We are plopped right where I said we were going right, to be. Yeah, yeah. In the motherfucking courtroom. It was body of evidence time, and thankfully... They bring us Salad Dragon number six, which is a courtroom montage to end all courtroom montages. We are dissolving through witnesses that have no lines. <laughs> they look like he just scooped them off the street. I've never yeah, seen. And that's it. where you get like the bad acting. That's like why the acting the is so all over acting. the place with Tyler Perry films. I the feel like. judge is hilarious. They'll dissolve to him and he'll just be like, sustained. On what grounds? Like, they, ha- have you ever seen a, a courtroom montage before? Because it it was so, because getting stuck in a courtroom is one of the nightmares of movies, in my opinion. It's the worst. Yeah. So to do a montage, like, that's like like a minute or like 30 seconds long of just all these witnesses at once, it was so refreshing to me. <laughs> I love the way he moved. It was like Tyler Perry was just as bored as we were. (laughs) Yeah, And he's like, we're kicking this thing into overdrive. Yeah. Then Jasmine, public defender, 
proceeds to be the worst lawyer that has ever existed. <laughs> the prosecution rests. It's not looking good for her client. She's been called a murderer and she calls no more witnesses. So then the next day she suddenly wants to recall a witness and the judge is like, no, that's not how courtrooms work. And she keeps doubling down until he throws her in jail. Contempt of court. Yeah. And this is also a lawyer who said, instead of misdemeanor, she says, Mr. Meaner. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All the time. Tyler Perry's in the back of the courtroom shaking his head at her like you stupid millennial and we and we said it we said someone said like he's thinking she's a dumb millennial and then like then she he scolds her when she gets contempt of court he's like i'm guess that's a millennial thing i guess that's a millennial thing to not know what you're doing at your job <laughs> like it's so clear that tyler has scorn for these millennials lucas you awake yeah no i'm All listening right. i'm listening I, I, omniscient editorial note brother lucas was fast asleep. I think Jasmine is so entirely unlikable. <laughs> and I know I'm jumping ahead a little bit, but I don't think she has any redemption whatsoever in this movie. Because, like, no. from, from, from the opening, we're like, her boyfriend is like, man, I had a rough day. I saw a lady kill herself. And she's like immediately like, where, 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 my thing? What about my thing? <laughs> it's like your boyfriend just saw someone die right in front of she him. She cares and you not. Say nothing. She cares not about her boyfriend's and, plight. And then and then she just like, oh, this lady's guilty. This motherfucker's guilty. I don't care. Whatever. Like, I'm just like, whatever. She's just like any drug dealer that I'm, you know, but, having to negotiate a plea deal. But for. that's what I think. That's I think that's all sort of part of the message. I think she's like an entitled millennial That's who, thinks, who thinks she can yeah. just get but then by the end she does have a redemption we'll get there yeah yeah but yeah. tyler perry will as you as you become more of a tyler perry veteran the veteran of the tyler perry wars <laughs> you'll see that he often has one female protagonist that is virtuous and that makes it through but they'll often be one that he just picks on oh, and then yeah. he's like mm -hmm. making an example of mm -hmm. And she was definitely made an example of in this because she was so dumb. <laughs> and he then he himself walks out to tell her just as much. This is literally like subtext becoming text with like Tyler Perry himself. Yes. Literally being like stupid millennials. He gets off on it. I exactly. feel like he's just giving the game away. Exactly. Yeah. I think every thought in his head, he just plops out onto the page there's no there's no game to give away it's always just been him and people you either buy into his stock or you don't yeah and we bought we bought into it we bought all of it <laughs> so we're here now he did tell us not to give away the big twists and turns and i do want to respect his wishes to a certain extent and give you the listener the opportunity to just stop right now just move the cursor over to netflix yeah, you guys this is netflix it's not like sit down on your couch you don't have to go anywhere watch get, it get a gummy fire it up mm -hmm. get at least one gummy one for each hour and fire it up yeah but stop this podcast because we're about to spoil one of the all-time twists in <laughs> oh cinema history oh my god oh my god three two one here we go so, turns out Felicia Rashad is evil. She's not Grace's friend at all. She's actually the mom of Shannon Deshaun DeLong. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. 
So the clues come fast and furious. The cop boyfriend finds out that she's not who she said she was, and he's in, in the process of arresting somebody. <laughs> he just leaves a dude cuffed and just peels off. He just <laughs> leaves him cuffed. So there's millennial incompetence on every level in every character in this movie. But, like, not even, like, a good, like, comedic shot of the no. guy in handcuffs. Mm -hmm. no. You see him, like, it's almost like Tyler Perry forgot about him, too. Yes, <laughs> it is like, now you're starting to understand, Josh, what what keeps you coming back to these like a moth to a flame. Like, maybe he really didn't understand the implications <laughs> of that, and they didn't have time. Maybe it was a second unit. <laughs> they were shooting concurrently. So anyway, Jasmine, instead of getting a ride all the way to her work, she asked to be let out so she can walk for no reason <laughs> other than shit's nowhere, about yeah. to go down. Who does she encounter in the middle of the street? Cecily motherfucking Tyson. Cecily Tyson from earlier in her bathrobe looking spooky as fuck. Yeah, yeah. yeah. She's a 95-year-old woman, and they have her walking out in the middle of this wet street. We were all just like, yeah. careful, careful. <laughs> she basically is like, we got to get you home. And Cicely's like, I mean, I don't, I'm not even going to attempt to <laughs> do an impression of her character, but it's pretty fucking hilarious. She's, she's basically like, don't take me back there. Don't want to go back there. Never take me back there. I mean, I was genuinely worried. I, I I did pipe in at that point, and I was, like, worried and nervous for that that uh, lady. For Jasmine? Not for Jasmine, for, for the elder later. Yeah. For Cicely. So, Cicely. Cicely? So she brings her back to Felicia's house. The doors open, and they go in, and they sit down at that tried-and-true kitchen table, and suddenly they hear a clattering in the basement. And <laughs> Cicely turns to Jasmine and is like, they hungry. <laughs> Another genuinely terrifying moment. Terrifying. 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 And that doesn't even begin to tell the terrors that lie ahead. Jasmine creeps down into the basement and suddenly her ankle is grabbed by a disheveled old woman sitting on the ground asking for help. That spooks her, quite understandably. And she moves forward deeper into the basement. And there's like eight or nine old ladies chained up. Chained to a wall. <laughs> in dirty nightgowns. Yes. Kind of beat up. In a dark-ass basement. Oh, God. Sitting in their filth. And, the, and as Lucas pointed out, there was one in a red dress. <laughs> yeah, so just the creepy. one. And he was like, why is that one wearing a red dress? Why? Wait, does that make this the seventh salad dragon? This is sixth? salad dragon number seven. number seven. Lucky number seven. Oh, my God. It's so insane just, like, seeing all these, like, You're not ready for it. old women. There's no way to be ready for this. I never knew that's what we were signing up no. for. But I was happy we were down there. And then... The flat top of doom emerges out of the darkness, and Shannon, Deshaun, DeLong attacks our sweet Jasmine and ties her up. So then the husband shows up at Felicia's house, and what happens? A fight ensues. We bust down the door, 
And then he fights Felicia Rashad. Felicia Rashad. Who Felicia holds Rashad. Yeah. her own. Yeah. Felicia Rashad's stunt double, to okay. be clear. Well, yeah. yes. They have a hilarious MMA struggle in the kitchen. Like close quarters. She mm. hits him with a fucking frying pan. Yeah. She throws Throw- a bag of groceries at him. Yep. She <laughs> <laughs> a full bag of soft groceries <laughs> at his head, which he bats away somehow. So he knocks Felicia down. He cuffs her and he says, stay right here. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> he well, only cuffed okay. her so this, Yeah, Tyler Perry showed you that this cop will leave cuffed people. He's right an incompetent le- cuffer. He's an yeah. incompetent cuffer. So he cuffs them and then, boom, they're gone. Like yeah. They head downstairs and he comes to blows with Shannon, Deshaun, DeLong. His head did get beaten in with a baseball bat. That wasn't faked. So he has a big bandage around <laughs> his head. Mummy bandage. Yeah. Big mummy bandage around his head. His flat top's still poking through at the top. <laughs> but they struggle in... They didn't shoot it very well at all. No. There's like a camera looking down from over top of the room. It's dark. Darker than Buffalo Bill's lair. Yeah. Surrounded by chained up old ladies. Surrounded yeah. by chained uh, up ladies and like box springs. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's so there are gross. Box springs. Normally, this is all extremely my shit, but like, yeah, I just, you know, it, it just didn't work very well. It was hilariously incompetent how they staged this fight to the point where I'm like, am I watching actual footage of two men fighting from some Serbian basement somewhere? <laughs> so, Jasmine gets out of her restraints and as she's heading out like the chair just like disintegrates so (laughs) i don't know what kind of chair that was she gets the gun there's a gun that falls on the ground and she just fucking unloads on shannon deshaun delong (laughs) and he's fucking toast (laughs) that's it for him they go out you hear the standard news reports of what just happened and how felicia rashad and her son have been defrauding senior citizens for 20, 20 years yeah mm-hmm. the reporters catch up with grace and they're like what do you think now that it's over and she's like it ain't over which suggests that she's gonna go out hunting for felicia because felicia wasn't cuffed right and she's now on the run <laughs> she's yeah. on the lamb. So we see Felicia looking all cleaned up at an old folks home, checking in on her new target and inquiring about her connections to a bank and, you know, funding. So you're like, she's retired from. So I wondered. Very strange. But you could tell they were wrapping it up. And Felicia's (laughs) just like, as they close the door, she's like, most impressive. And then it's the classic Tyler Perry (laughs) smash into the credit roll like real quick mm-hmm. let you know mm-hmm. it is done mm. movie done fucking Mic like mid frame like upm is like already in the middle of the screen i love how he does that i don't know why he does it <laughs> or what he thinks he's achieving but it's hitting me just right every time and temptation confessions of a marriage counselor has the finest example of this. <laughs> if you're out there and wanting to check out some deeper hits, you'll never top it. But this one came close. Um, just in case you were wondering about Grace, she is. <laughs> we are. She's off the hook, and she goes on and lives a wonderful life. She's ready for you to meet her, bitch. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Insinuate yourself into yeah. her life. I will meet her at a art exhibit. Take her to a hole-in-the-wall diner, Johnny Rockets. <laughs> and drink wine. White wine. There is one thing that I was wondering throughout this whole movie. What were you wondering, Josh? So early in the movie, 
when Jasmine goes to go see Grace in the prison, Grace comments on her rosary around her neck and says, yeah. oh, oh, are you Catholic? And Jasmine's like, yeah, are you? And then there's this brief flashback, I think maybe oh. of her taking communion yeah. or something. What was that all about? And it was like ominous because then we go back to Grace's face and she kind of has like a like a haunted look on her face. And then that's it. Yeah, that was I a was big waiting, red herring, yeah. I was waiting for that Catholic connection. No. Like, I was wishing this was going to be a stigmata movie, but it didn't turn out to be yeah. that. You know what, Josh? Another thing you're going to realize is some plot threads are just left. He just leaves them be. He gets what he wants out of them, and he just leaves them alone. And it's kind of brilliant because, I mean, in terms of that old lady scurrying across the background, <laughs> I thought he I thought he left that plot point. Yes. I, th I, thought, that I thought that was never yeah. going to connect to you anything. You just never know with him which plot he's going to keep going with and which one he's going to leave <laughs> forever. You kind of have to live in the moment with him, mm -hmm. kind of like you have to live your life if you're doing it right. <laughs> live in the moment, y'all. We are going to figure out what the fuck these fall from grace bones are. <laughs> Brother Lucas, if you are awake, if you are still alive, I am. Please patiently listening. Yeah, it's, render your bone count. It's pretty epic, man. It's lots unpack. We definitely got lost in the weeds. <laughs> it's got a lot of layers, a lot of flashbacks, a lot of red herrings, a lot of misdirection. A lot more red herrings than Knives Out had. I'll tell you that much. Yeah, <laughs> um, I was thoroughly. Uh, Entertained from the opening Salad Dragon on through all the aforementioned ones, one by one. The After Dragons. And uh, we did have to pause it briefly because we just lost it. Like we, we got, we got the movie got away from us. <laughs> um, um, I, I will, I will give this two bones because uh, Fel Felicia Rashad, I mean, was so good in cast against type. Mm -hmm. And playing with her legacy and her image and taking a risk. I like, love evil Felicia. Genuinely taking a risk. and um, Felicia Gravitas Rashad. And even her stunt double did great. <laughs> <laughs> Two bones from Brother Lucas. That is generous. We caught him on a good night, y'all. Lodge Mistress Millie. You know, I always enjoy Tyler Perry. It's always so fun. I know he's going to deliver unexpected things even though you don't come along for his comedies no no one of I these days can't do that, one but, of these days um but with his thrillers he always delivers some great acting which i'm always interested in some some very wacky stuff <laughs> and that that box was checked thoroughly yeah it was and i had a lot of fun had a lot of laughs this is a lot of praise but i'm just you know i mean you gotta yeah. Two and a half bones. <laughs> Two and a half bones from the Lodge Mistress, Brother Ben. So going into these Tyler Perry movies, I never exa know exactly what I'm going to get. You can't know. And so going in tonight, I, well, I literally did not know what this movie was about, but I thought maybe we'll be lucky if this approaches like anywhere near acrimony. Right. I did not think we were going to get something that I think ranks up there with acrimony. It's up I, there. Mm. I just thought this was so, like once it caught fire, <laughs> this is like everything you could ask for in a Tyler Perry movie. It was just pure, pure Tyler Perry insanity. Tyler Perry bedlam. In, in fact, the only thing I knew coming into this was that it was going to have 
twist, you know, because Tyler asked us not to reveal the twist. So I knew there were going to be twists and it just kept twisting in on itself. But he's crazy enough that it might not have had twists. <laughs> yeah. Like, Don't spoil it. So, you know, I was dumbfounded by this thing. I was enthralled. I was gobsmacked. It is just so thoroughly entertaining. And all of you lodgers out there, it is on Netflix. There is no excuse. Go watch this goddamn thing. Even if you've listened to this whole thing. Even yes. if you've listened to us painstakingly go through beat by beat. We are not doing it justice. No. I, I can't give it more than three bones. No, you can't. But it is three solid bones. It, three bones. Love you for that. Nice. Very nice, Ben. Brother Bishki. What are you going to do here? Um, you were keeping it real professional, real muted during the I movie. I always keep it muted. Um, <laughs> but I was laughing with you guys. It was great to see it with you. I really wish I could have seen this in a theater packed with people. Like, that would have been... A proper theater. So special to see the range of reactions we got out of what we saw on the screen tonight. Tyler Perry surprises us at every turn. Even in the courtroom, we got a wild salad dragon <laughs> montage. I'm, I'm probably going to give it what I give almost all Tyler Perry movies, which is two and a half bones. All right. Because all right. because it's just up there with all of them. But I can't give it because I can't give it as much as cats. But it, but uh, <laughs> but it's two and a half bones. But see it absolutely. Throw it on Netflix. Watch it tonight. You're going to have fun. That's a recommendation from Brother Bishke. All right, here's the big question. What's Brother Josh up to here? What am I up to? <laughs> uh, You're a notorious cat's apologist. Oh, where, yeah. Where does this figure in on the spectrum, um, if you choose to put it on the same spectrum? Well, I mean, I definitely can't get the same amount of entertainment out of a Tyler Perry movie that I do as, like, a musical that I've unabashedly loved for years and years. Sure, sure. Um... <sighs> You'll have to love Tyler Perry for years and years to build up to that status. <laughs> it's just, it's it's really hard for me because, yeah, it was entertaining. I did have fun watching it. I think mostly just laughing at it, not really laughing with it, obviously, because it's a thriller. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> halfway through this LodgeCast, I was thinking to myself, I was like, wait, is Tyler Perry trying to make, like, a play at the, like, woman in the attic? gothic yes. like novel plot and then immediately i was like no 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 no, no. he's not <laughs> he's not doing that and i just don't think that the amount of fun i had compensates for just the dangling plot lines you're gonna be professional like, here aren't the, you the the yeah yeah i'm gonna be professional i gotta get it one and a half bones one and a half okay i didn't it, okay understood understood but listen you're new to this world the temperature is just starting to heat up on you. I would be very curious to see what happens once you start navigating more of his comedies, more of his thrillers, and then kind of look back on this one and see where it lands in the vast spectrum of it. Yeah, yeah. I definitely haven't, I've not been soured to Tyler Perry by this movie. Great. Like, it's good to know that, like, I know to expect something low quality, so I know, like, Okay, my expectations are now set. You got to get mm -hmm. in the zone for it. And Brother Ben will, will help guide you through some of these other titles. Yes. Yeah, we pray for Medea's return, and you can join us for that. <laughs> we do. Oh. oh, if Medea comes back, Josh, you are guest numero uno on that one. Oh, my God. We will take you to the theater for that for sure. <laughs> this was I was thinking about one other thing I wanted to say about old Tyler Perry in this film. 
which is, you know, he how he usually punishes all the baddie women. I mean, they usually get punished. Punished. But but you know what? He did not punish Felicia. And I <laughs> no, he actually didn't. think she won. She won. And I actually think that was kind of his gone girl Netflix yep. shift. Yep. Because if it were straight up TP, I feel like he would have punished the sinner. But he let it play. He let us have a little fun thinking she was gonna make another move. That was different. And that's, that's a different thing than he usually does. Very, very astute. Very astute. Very astute. You know what? If we're going on the acrimony scale, I did give acrimony three bones, and this is definitely acrimony <laughs> caliber. So I got to stay consistent with three. I got to give this three. One, two, three. It starts very slow. There's some sections where you're going to think to yourself, what am I What am I doing? Why am I watching this overwritten piece of shit? Push through it. Push. Push. <laughs> Just Push to the final dungeon salad dragon. <laughs> Just Keith sweat it out. Get through it. You will feel so good on the other side. The fireflies await you. Oh. The fireflies <laughs> will surround you. Lady in red. The undignified shower will warm you and make you wet. It's an amazing experience. It's one of those movies where you got to see it with a few people. You need to check in with a buddy, at least one. It's Netflix. Press play. Is this for all tastes? No. Do you think our parents would like this? No. Quick no, parent no. check. No. No, Mom no way. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. See, there's a chance. All this movie had to do tonight was to open the door just a crack for Brother Josh, and I'm glad that it did that. <laughs> Let the light pour in. Brother Josh, Brother Ben, Lodge Mistress Millie, thank you so much for doing this special VOD cast for Tyler Perry's fall from grace it was my honor thanks for having us we're gonna keep tracking him tyler perry studios (laughs) wherever he wherever he may roam we'll keep following him i do plan to visit atlanta later in the year and i do plan to i i've been informed that you can tour tyler perry studios oh my god i will report back on that on the next tyler perry cast but as of now this is the fourth tyler perry movie we've done Ooh, can't wait for the next one bring it on love it love and light to all y'all love and light embrace the fireflies was mainlining the Tyler Perry cinematic universe and I was in fucking heaven.